Hello, everyone. Welcome back to semester two of the Split Decision Pod. We are excited to be back. Me, Roman Garcia, with my co-host, PJ Katona. PJ, long extended break. How are you feeling long to be re- back? Feels great to be back. I believe, if I did the math correctly, about 34, it's either 34 or 35 days mm-hmm. since the last episode dropped. So um, there's a lot of stuff to talk about that I guess we'll have to... Uh, we're gonna have go to by at a quicker pace than we usually do, but, but uh, yeah, it feels great to be back. Feels really good. I've been new itching. year, same pod, same us. I guess maybe new, maybe new us, but uh, yeah, maybe new. What, any, any New Year's resolutions that you're thinking of? Um, I really don't have any. If I'm being honest, how about you? Uh, I'm trying to be a little bit more uh, proactive, not procrastinate as much. But I do feel that. I, I don't know. I'm working on it. It's it's hit or miss right now. Besides that, nah, no, nothing really particular that I'm trying to accomplish. I think I'm about as perfect as yeah. it gets right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of stuff to get to. Um, the break kind of came out of a sort of decent time for us because wasn't a whole lot going on during the holiday season. We did miss one UFC event, though. That was Sean Strickland versus what's it, uh, Ima, Imavov. Imavov, yeah. Yeah, I forget his first name. It's hard to pronounce. Um, Sean, Strickland, Sean Strickland came in late notice after taking um, a loss to Jared Cannonier just a month before in the last. A little controversial that was, too. Yeah, yeah. I personally thought he, Sh- thought he also Sean yeah. won. I'm a big Sean fan. But when I saw he got the fight last Saturday, that was last Saturday, correct? Or yeah, Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Last Saturday, um, I was pretty confident that he was going to be able to go in there and get the job done, and that's what he did in that yeah. five-round decision. But, PJ, I know you got a long list of oh, yeah. stuff that we have to get to. Yeah, I mean, I just got a lot of matchups. Like we said, it was fortunate that UFC took a long layoff and— we were not able. To, we weren't obviously on campus, so thankfully we didn't miss too many events. I would also like to mention there was a pretty uh, big boxing match between Hector Luis Garcia versus Gervonta yeah. um, Davis. I know me and PJ both watched that fight because you know there wasn't a lot of action, so we were just itching to get our hands on any sort of combat sports. Gervonta uh, Davis scored the TKO in the eighth round. I want to say um, Garcia quit on the stool. Uh, apparently Davis hit him so hard that he couldn't see. Couldn't see, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that says a lot about Davis. And uh, with that victory, it looks like Davis will be taking on Ryan Garcia up in on April 15th. I hope. Uh, you always got to hold your breath when it comes to these boxing matches because you just don't know um, what's going to materialize and what's not. But that would be a big, big fight. Probably... The biggest fight of the year, if that were to take place, two absolutely <laughs> electrifying lightweights, PJ. So, uh, you excited for that one? You, you know, I don't really get too exciting. <clears throat> excuse me about like boxing matches, but I am I am excited for this one. Yeah. Knockout power on both sides. Assuming Ho- it happens. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Let me knock on wood on that one because yeah. I need that one to happen. But uh, yeah, um, that was what was going on in the boxing world during our layoff. But uh, we can get to some matchups. Um, that got announced while we were gone. PJ. Oh, I guess we'll stay on the boxing topic real quick. We got uh, Mr. Mr. Jake Paul. Oh, Jesus Christ! For like what this the third is this third, actually the third third time the third time now. Mr. Jake Paul and Tommy Fury are scheduled for February twenty or yeah twenty where is it twenty fifth? I have such a long list of stuff that I I really lost it. I think it was the twenty. I think it's the twenty fifth. So yeah, I mean. I was begging. I mean, I've been wanting to see you know Jake Paul actually fight someone who's a straight boxer. So this one, 
should be uh should be entertaining. I, is this the second I conversation hope. we've had on the on the pod about so. him fighting Tommy Fury? I believe so. Yeah, I believe I so. I think they were scheduled what way back in November, and then Tommy Fury couldn't get into the country. So we will see. I'm gonna again. I gotta hold my breath for these boxing matches. Yeah. Um, am I excited to see this fight? I, think I actually, con- I actually am to be honest. I mean, I don't like. I I don't really care who wins. I mean, I, I mean, seeing Jake Paul getting slept would be hilarious to yeah. watch. But I mean, like, I just I I'm think, actually kind of interested to see how he actually does against an actual boxer. That's what I wanted to see. Yes, yes, yes. That's what a lot of people have been clamoring yeah. to see. I think I was a little bit more excited the first two times around. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. Because the third time, it's like, is it really going to happen this time? I mean, they say third time's the charm, so hopefully that proves true. I hope so. Um, but, yeah, we sticking shall see. On, sticking on the subject of Jake Paul, but a, little, a little before this, um, that fight was announced, Jake Paul actually signed with the PFL. Oh, that's another big bit of news. Um, yeah. And, yeah, he has called out. So, like, he signed with the PFL, and he's also now the co-founder of the a new division in the PFL called the P, the PFL Pay-Per-View Superfight Division. Jeez. So and I mean right now nobody's nobody is in that division except for him obviously. But and, I huh. would like to say uh sorry just another no, bit good. of news that got added in the time we're off Francis Ngannou. All yeah, new free agent, um the former heavyweight champion of the UFC um Crazy to see him vacate the title. Not um, they were not able to negotiate a new contract. Um, couple clauses that Francis wanted to have in his contract. Uh, wanted sponsorships for the fighters, health insurance for the fighters. He wanted an advocate at the uh, board meetings of the UFC who advocated for the fighters. Uh, according to Francis, I should say that was all um, not granted. They offered him about three fights around eight million. Eight said. million, yeah. Um, and uh, they just couldn't come to terms. And that would have made him the uh, most paid um, Heavy- heavyweight in UFC history. Mm-hmm. Crazy to think about. So yeah, he turned down a lot of money, but he stuck to his guns, and he says that he's in a good place right now. But he is a free yeah. agent. But why? Yeah, why Roman mentioned that is because there is he posted that Instagram picture, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was his mom. I believe was it his mom? Someone, one of the relatives had a PFL shirt on, so that. That may be a clue that he will be moving there. But, yeah, like, so Jake Paul's got this whole super fight division. I'm not – I didn't look too far into it besides the main – like, the the basic details yeah. of, like, if it's, like, actually, like, a – like, it's going to be the all in the same weight class. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, like, a super fight division. So it, it's not like, like – it doesn't say a weight class. So I'm saying, like, maybe – maybe, like, I wonder if, like, you know, Jake Paul, he called out Nate Diaz. Like, maybe yeah. Jake Paul and Nate Diaz can fight in this division, but also Francis Ngannou could – find an opponent yeah. in the division cuz yeah. I, I don't know if it's like a specific I, weight class cuz it I, doesn't really I think it's I think they're just going to do big names that's what I think. under the PFL banner. Yeah. So and I think it would be MMA or boxing honestly. That would be that would be that would be pretty cool. But yeah, so like this this the thing about this division which is interesting is that, you know, um the fighters are going to get 50% of all the revenue that they Ooh. on their like, you know, on their fights and you know, I looked up the um UFC fighters receive around sixteen to twenty yeah. percent of the revenue made. So that's, that's crazy. That's Espe- about the whole thirty percent. Especially considering PFL is definitely bringing in less revenue um, than the yeah. UFC is. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely an, uh, an incentive for fighters to make a move to the PFL. I will. I would like to say I think the PFL has probably passed up Bellator as 
uh, yeah, MMA it's, second it's biggest close. promotion. It's, I mean, it's close, but yeah, I mean, at this point, I just think PFL has a lot more new and interesting ideas. They're doing, yeah, I was gonna say they're getting creative, yeah. which is you know, you want to stand yeah. out, you gotta get creative, and they're exactly. doing, yeah, they're doing, they're doing a good job of that. Um, so yeah, but that, yeah, I mean, now that I just wanted, I think that's the only boxing thing that I had yeah. on my list. So I mean, I mean, I guess I could just name all these matchups. There's a lot of matchups. I just write, I wrote everything down from the end of our last episode to this episode so we can briefly discuss and i appreciate everyone. you for that because i definitely did not do that uh, you know i just I, I <laughs> do my job buddy but uh yeah so the first one on the list which was i think this one was announced like literally the day after yeah. our last podcast episode marvin vittori versus roman delizze at ufc 286 yep, yep, yep. in london that one should be an absolute Banger, I think. I, I don't even know who's going to win. Uh, I don't know. Delizze coming off a couple W's. Last W came versus Jack Hermanson. Short notice yeah. submitted him. Marvin Vittori coming off an out yeah. to Robert Whitaker. No shame in that. A lot of people think that uh, Vittori, well, clearly not, but I remember like Bisping was saying like Vittori would be the champ if it wasn't for Adesanya, but mm. I mean... I don't know Robert Whitaker, but, the, but he's one of the best in the he's one of the best mm -hmm. in the division regardless. And Dolize is definitely on the come up, yeah. so that should be a good one. Mm -hmm. Then we have Mr. Derek Lewis versus uh, Sergey Spivak. Yeah. Um, February fourth. This fight was supposed to happen like I, I forgot. It was it was a little, was a little bit ago, but yeah, Derek ago. was hospitalized because he was sick. I think. Oh yeah, the day of. Right? And then we saw that there was a picture he posted of himself working mm -hmm. out. He looks absurdly slim. Trim. For so, Derek Lewis. For, for Derek Lewis, he yeah. looks very slim. So yeah. I don't know if he, don't maybe know. he means business now because he's know. what he's had to have lost three or what, he's probably lost three or four fights in yeah. a row now, right? Something stupid. Um, what, yeah. So hopefully, you know, I'll be I'll always root for you Derek think Lewis. That, you think him taking the weight off is going to help him out? I yeah. I don't I don't know. It's interesting. Cardio has always been an issue. So. It has. It has. He hate. I mean, not. I don't know how many five round fights he's even had, but he's always said he doesn't ever want to fight five rounds. So yeah. yeah. Moving on from that one, we originally had uh, Mr. Nazrat, I don't even want to, Hak Parast versus Jamie Malarkey, but now Nazrat is out, and Malarkey called out Grant Dawson, but nothing has happened yet. Um, yeah. Not a, not a great, not nah. a, nothing exciting. But um, moving on, Mr. Cody Garbrandt um, is returning to bantamweight to fight Julio Arce at UFC 285. I, I don't know if Cody's going to win that one, but... <laughs> I will be. I'll, Why I'll, I'll be rooting. Why are you laughing? Are you laughing at Cody No Love or Cody No Chin? What, which one is it? Oh, Cody No Chin, man. <laughs> Such a shame because he hits. He hits like a truck. He, he hits just, so hard, but I think like you maybe, just got to tap him and he, yeah. he just goes out nowadays. Sadly, I'm not trying to make. Maybe funny. it's like maybe it's like for every power punch he throws, he loses a little p power. In yeah, his I don't chin. know. I'll be rooting for him regardless, dude. He's got. I just got. You know, it's just like it's not. It's not even like a. It's beyond a bad feeling at this point. It's just, it's just like, inevitable. You just know it's, some, it's inevitable. At some point, it's he's just gonna go down. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. But I'll pray for you. Me as well. We also have Mrs. Viviane Araujo versus Amanda Ribas at UFC 285 in Vegas, um, which is headlined by John Jones. So that 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 actually should be a pretty good fight. Not gonna lie. Mm -hmm. Um, staying in the women's section, Holly Holm versus uh, Yana. Kunitskaya, I hope I pronounced that correctly, at a UFC San Antonio. It should be a good matchup. I think it's a top six, I believe. Yeah, I Kunitskaya so. is sixth in the division, and Holly Holm is three. So that should actually be a pretty Holly Holm needs fight. a dub. She does. And she was robbed. She loses this one. one. Yeah, she got robbed. So if she loses this one, I, I don't know. It's not looking so 
good. Not looking so good. I believe she's also what? She's 40, right? Yeah, she's she's nearly 40 years of age. I think, she, yeah, she's old as hell. Is she 40? Oh, my God. I just took a look at the UFC rankings. I didn't realize they were, is the featherweight division officially dead now for women's? Yeah, the, it hasn't then, been up there for a while. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah. just realized that. I guess staying on that, um, um, this like just got announced, I believe, like today. Um, Amanda Nunes is going, they're trying, it's not official, but the UFC is pretty much locking up Amanda Nunes versus Irene Aldana, who is ranked fifth in the bantamweight division. She'll kill um, her. For, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get that as the, um, wait, they're trying for UFC 280, wait, did I read that correctly? They're trying that for UFC 285, and then I just saw they're trying to get Shevchenko. For two eighty for two eighty five, that can't be right. They want them on the same card. That can't be right. I swear I saw. I mean, maybe. I swear I saw that correct. I, maybe you I know what the only woman. The Shevchenko one like just got announced, so I mean. Yeah, it literally just. Got but that one's actually official though. The Nunes one isn't official, so maybe now that Shevchenko's announced, they won't do that. Yeah. But I, I know I was walking back I mean, from. Class it's been a while. It's that. been a while since we've seen a women's title fight, so yeah, you know, maybe they do just want to do two in one night. But we'll yeah, see. yeah, yeah. I'm not even. There's so many more matchups to go through. That's right. You're doing a great job, PJ, so far. Thanks, pal. Uh, yeah, Andre, uh, keep it rolling, though. Andre Muniz versus Brandon Allen. Um, Vegas Fight Night 70. That should actually be a really good mm-hmm. matchup. I yeah. like Muniz a lot. So do I. Um, I have Drew Dober calling out Patty Pimblett on the Helwani show. I don't. Oh, I don't think Patty will take that, but. Patty, uh, actually, no, he can't even take it. I think he just... Oh, uh, he's hurt. That's he right. Just, yeah. uh, he needs ankle surgery. He's, I think he's... Okay. Yeah. He's not even going to be on for 286 yeah. in, in London, sadly. Yeah. This old, all this old news I got. <laughs> um, wow, this is a good one. Aaron Blankfield versus Talia Santos yeah, um, at the February 18th event. That should be good. Dude, Aaron Blankfield's very good. She is scary. And, like, scary good. And, and Talia Santos arguably should be the champ right well, now in the flyweight you division. You think she did beat the champ. I would agree, too. I think she beat Me the champ. They both saw that fight. So uh, that should be good. Mm-hmm. Massive for Blankfield. Blankfield's yeah. ranked 10th right now, coming off a dominant mm-hmm. submission victory. Was it submission or knockout? <sighs> Knock- no, she, no, it was technically a knockout. She had it on a crucifix, and she was just yeah. It was Molly McCann, right? Yeah, against Molly yeah, McCann. So yeah, her. that was that was a dominant performance by her. Mm-hmm. So that should be a good fight. Then very hype fight, headlining UFC Vegas 69 February 18th. Cheeto Vera versus Corey Sanhagen. We were talking about this fight. We wanted this fight to happen, and now the UFC has Dude. delivered. It's a war crime. That's, that, that that is in the apex, bro. I, but at the same time, though, they're gonna the, they're, with the closed oh, apex. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna. Someone's getting slept in that in that Heck apex. Yeah. I don't know oh who. Oh my god, that's gonna be such a good fight, dude. I'm yeah. thinking about that fight for a while. And the sad thing is, I really really like Corey, but I I, I don't know if he's gonna. Dude, I don't know if he can last in there with Mar- with, with Cheeto. Durable man. as hell. He hasn't never been knocked <laughs> out in his career, so. And, uh, I don't know. The, the, I think I think in the apex fight. it favors Cheeto heavily. Yeah. Because Sanhagen's more of a guy, you know, who yeah. sits and who tries to sit back and you know. Kind of moves around, yeah, picks his spots. find the distance, and you know, kick you and yeah. hit you from the outside. Cheeto's so. gonna be able to cut off that ring since it's a smaller or that octagon pretty easily yeah i don't know man we can talk about that all yeah. day let me be careful about before i get into that that should be a uh yeah barn burner um got alex perez versus manuel cape manuel cape i know he just came off a, a great win i forgot who that was against but that should be a solid fight mm-hmm. sean brady versus michelle Pereira at ufc san antonio brady obviously coming off the loss to Remember, remember, remember the, the goat Bilal Muhammad. <laughs> um, oh my God! Yeah, Michelle Pereira always usually puts on an entertaining fight. Mm-hmm. So 
Brady looking to bounce back. That should be a solid one. Yeah. <clears throat> um, remember the goat. Amen. Dude. We used to we used to hate that guy. Bro, funniest moment. But now that's, he's just that's hilarious. The funniest moment in podcast history. That is one of the, <laughs> that is one of the best moments. <laughs> uh, moving on. We have Drikas Duplessis versus Derek Brunson, also at UFC 285. Oh no, 280, maybe two. I'm not sure. I have the wrong date on here, but that was, yeah. Well, I think originally UFC 285 was going to be April 4th, unless I just accidentally put April 4th instead of March 4th, which is Um, 285. Yep, that's what they're scheduled for. Okay, I just accidentally put April instead of March 4th. Okay, so yeah, that should be a solid fight. Mm -hmm. I really like Drikas Duplessis. He's (sighs) that's going to be a good one. A young. Young stud in and the I middleweight remember, division. I remember when Brunson lost to Cannoneer. Was that last year? Yeah. Um, he said that he didn't have that many fights left in him. So, I mean, Brunson yeah. catches him. He's now. ranked fifth. Yeah. I mean, he's already he's lost to Adesanya. I think, he, yeah, he's lost to Whitaker. Cannoneer. Lost to Cannoneer. I don't know if he's fought Vittori, but, I mean, he's going to lose to everybody. He loses this one. I mean, he's already lost all the top guys. Yeah, so, I mean, Brunson at that point, this might career, be it, yeah. sadly. Um. Yeah. So we got that. Then we have. Oh, this is just this isn't a matchup, but this happened a while ago. The UFC signed twenty-eight-year-old Russian kickboxer oh, yeah. Sharaputdin Magomedov, who is actually blind in one eye. Have, have you seen that? You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Dude, he is he's a su- scary human he's being. Supposed to be a freaking. Savage. He looks like a killer. And in, in, in kickboxing, he's seventeen and zero with thirteen knockouts. Mm. Well, so. All you have to do is tell me his last name, and his I last said, name. Hey, that's the only reason yeah, I'm telling you it is because his ahead. last name is Magomedov. <laughs> so yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Another just another Russian for Lisette to start rooting for. for oh, no great in reason. Great. <laughs> um, moving on, Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez, um, April eighth. That's a good one. That should be a good fight right They're there. Two uh, two guys who mostly their games are. Boxing heavy, yeah. so was Rob, be... Rob Font's last fight was that against Cheeto? Has he fought? Yeah, that since was his then? last one where he took outstruck a... Cheeto by almost a hundred. He then... took a terrible yeah. beating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, that'll be exciting. I really like Yanez. I hope he gets the job. Yeah, he's coming now. off that uh, statement win versus um, what's I his name? Who that guy was? That racist something, something yeah, Kelly. He, yeah, he, he had that. a lot of beef with him. <laughs> beat that I believe. Guy. I think he. I think that guy got cut too after that fight. I, all I remember is Yanez won the fight and he flipped him off yeah. right after right after that he knocked him out. That was a sick finish. But he's yeah. ranked 13th in bantamweight and Rob Font's ranked sixth. So I mean, if he wins, I mean, I get, you got to put him above him. Dude, so just another one of those guys in bantamweight who's just that division is that division is crazy. That man. division's not fair. Some of those guys need to like they need to make like a 130 pound division so they can just have more champions. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, moving on, Jack Della Maddalena versus Randy Brown um, at UFC 284. UFC 284. We were just talking about it. Not. Yeah. Not the greatest card, but the great, final great headliner. Great headliner Pretty and good and o- okay, co-main. And then this side, this fight also should be entertaining. Maddalena is definitely one of the um, breakout mm-hmm. uh, fighters to watch this year. So yeah, that yeah, should yeah. be that should be a good fight. Um. Then we had. We had Shav this we had Shavkat versus Neil, but that's yeah. not happening sadly. Well, it got rescheduled. I think it's yeah. postponed to March. That was supposed to be on the Vegas card. Yeah, imagine if that was on the that was supposed to be on the Bones card. That would have been crazy. But uh, that fight got scheduled to a later time. Um, then we have Casey O'Neill versus Jennifer Maya at UFC 286 in London. 
Casey um, O'Neill coming back off that ACL surgery. Yeah. It's been a long layoff. Like but. like Casey O'Neill. Oh, I like her a lot. Yeah, so hopefully she can get it done. Jennifer Maya. King Casey, great nickname. Yeah. I like that She's a lot. ranked 11th. Jennifer Maya's ranked 8th. So nice little top 11 match we got there. Then we have... Um, where am I at in this list? We have Justin Gaethje versus Raphael Fiziev. Now going to be the co-main event in uh, UFC London 286. Gaethje, and that just has violence written all that's over gonna it. Be, yep, that's going to be a great fight. That I mean, fight, less than, what's the over, are you going to take the over or the under? Uh, I was going to say, I hope it's five rounds, but I don't think it even makes a no. difference because I don't know if they're going to make it five rounds. I mean, I mean that, Fizia, that fight could end in 45 seconds. Fiziev can be a little calculated at times, um, so maybe he won't be... Willing to go in, into the fire with Gaethje, but you know, yeah. you just never know. With I Justin don't know. He's Gaethje. crazy. <laughs> Fiziev is absurd. He is crazy. And Bro, he'll Gaethje throw like, is just. He'll throw like three kicks to the body in a row. In a row. Gaethje is just a. <laughs> and Gaethje will be there to be hit. Yeah, I saw this thing. Gaethje, he's fought like I think 12 times in the UFC um, and never fought anyone outside of the top 10 ever, which is crazy to think to about. Guy. Yeah, first fight. I think his very first fight was a main event versus Michael Johnson, I want to say. Was it that? I think that was his first fight. I don't fight. remember what it was, but he was, I mean, yeah. I'm not even like a massive Gaethje no. fan, but just every time I hear his name, I get excited because you know something crazy. Like, you know, hey, at least, one, you know, at least one fight on the card is going to be insane. So, yeah. <sighs> um, that guy. What else we got? We have, this isn't a matchup, but the, um, I'm sure you saw it, Benil, Benil Dariush said that. Mm hmm. If Poirier will not consider fighting the up-and-coming fighters, he should consider retiring. And he said, quote-unquote, are my fights not exciting enough, or is it a skill issue? I don't know. I feel terrible for Benil Darius. I know. He, he's so good. Um, he's been so good for so long. Company man takes any fight that you offer him, pretty much, no matter what the ranking says. Um and he just can't manage to break into that. He can't get that number one. He's always seemingly one fight away from getting one the title fight, shot. I think he's been one fight away for like three, four yes, years now. It's insane. Liddy, the only two, if I were him, I would say the only people I'm fighting are either Charles Oliveira or Dustin Poirier. Those are the only two options for me. Yeah. If he, he he cannot, I think Oliveira though he wants to fight Darius, so I think that might get scheduled. I hope so. sooner than later. And that would be a good fight because those guys are kind of similar in they a couple similar. of ways. Even though um, after watching Darius put on that clinic versus Gamrot, bro, striking him up, bro. <laughs> that, that left hook that he threw that might be the loudest punch in the history. That, bro, that, I don't know how Gamrot didn't go. I, I was gonna say I also <laughs> mad respect to Gamrot for staying awake. <laughs> After th that was absurd. Like I watched that video, it's literally like that he is the loudest him. punch. He I've might ever have heard. hit him so hard he knocked him Which out. Which worries woke me up. a little bit for our guy Charles because you know Charles likes to get hit. <laughs> he loves it, dude. I don't know why. And Darius is pretty good on the ground, dude. so you know we'll we'll stress about that when it happens. Let's dude. just move on. <laughs> Charles is a champ, guys. Yeah, he is. Um <laughs> we have Daniel Rodriguez Jeez. versus Gunnar Nelson <laughs> at London UFC two eighty six. Um, yeah, Roman and I will be rooting against D-Rod. <laughs> Gunnar Nelson, though, he hasn't fought. When, when's the last time he fought? I think it's been, it's been like two, three years since he fought. He used to train with McGregor when he, when he was, when McGregor was on the rise, so. When was the last time? I think it, Gunner. I think it was 2020, and I, like I said, notably, he, in 2020, I, he has, won, he won his last fight, I believe, but then 2020, he lost unanimously to Gilbert Burns, but then in 2019, he lost via split decision 
to Leon Edwards, who is the current champ and Bro, number three pound for pound fighter. You know so. more about Gunnar Nelson than probably his wife does. <laughs> You're bringing out stats I do not uh, know. I do my research, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, hopefully Gunnar's not too washed. I mean, it's been now it's going to be been like three years since he fought. Wait, no, he fought this. He fought last year. He, he oh, he did. That's that, that's when his Soto. last that, that's when his March last fight 14th, was. March fourteenth, twenty twenty two. Okay, so March then it was. Oh, okay. okay. That was a three-year layoff before. That. Oh, okay, okay. That, that that makes sense. Oh, so he's got he's got a little activity. He has, yeah, ring rest should he's be got up. enough. Got enough to knock out D Rod. Oh, I hope so. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot more sense, honestly. Okay. Um, the UFC also announced that UFC 287 will be in uh, Brooklyn, New York. That's I don't sick. think we have a main event yet, but All that right. has been announced. Comes out for April eighth, Covington. Comes at Covington. Well, I'm gonna say. actually, I'll skip and speaking on that. They Gilbert Burns said that he allegedly heard that Hamzat is going to just go at middleweight. Honestly, forward. he should. He just should. He looks. Have you seen the guy lately? He should. It's just, <laughs> it's just like it's just so stupid that he did all this to get up to yeah. welterweight. Now he's not going to get the title. Not going nah. to fight for the title, or at least one, lo- at least lose. He just needs one fight at middleweight. No, I know. I mean, middleweight will be a lot easier. It makes sense. It's just like I just think he kind of he just kind of wasted like a year, a whole year, two years, years just killing everybody in welterweight. But um, yeah, you know, I'll be excited. I mean, regardless, I mean, when I hear Chimaev gets a fight announcement, I don't think anybody (laughs) is. I don't think anybody's like, oh no. Everybody's excited to watch him, even though I don't really like him. (laughs) He puts on entertaining fights. What can I say? Um. What else we got? Oh, um, Alex Caceres coming off that nasty spin mm-hmm. kick knockout fights my guy Nate Landwer. I don't even know if I'm saying bro, his name right. Caceres gets scheduled every two weeks. I he swear, does. bro. But he's, he's fighting Nate Landwer, fight. <laughs> who's coming off that uh, rather uh, one of the fights of the year of 2022. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that one. I hope my guy Nate can pull it out because he. I forgot. I can't, what did he say in the post fight? He said something really funny in the post fight interview, and I was like, "Dude, this guy's sick." <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'll be in UFC San Antonio. Um, we got Michael Johnson calling out Tony Ferguson that would be on Twitter one. at either one fifty five or one seventy. At this point, just do it at one seventy. Neither sure one of them are not. trying to win a belt, so they. Hey, you never know. That fight. I'm Tony, surprised they they didn't fight in the past ever. No, that, that's crazy. Wait, no, I think they did. Did fight they? In the, I also I thought. My, I think Michael Johnson beat Tony Ferguson okay. in the past. Oh, he did. He did. He did yeah, actually. He way did. Way back when. That was back at 155 when they were both in their prime. Yeah, mm-hmm. because uh, I saw the graphic. It was like Michael Johnson yeah, has yeah. beaten um, Poirier, um, Ferguson, Barboza, Barboza. When Barboza was in his prime yeah, too. Yeah, he's beaten all those guys, but then he's also lost to like me. So, yeah, um, Josh Emmett, Stephen Ray, those guys he's lost yeah. to. Well, Emmett's yeah. not a bad loss, but yeah, he's so yeah. I mean, that would be a sick fight to see. None of them have had any other fights Mm-mm. like talked about, so that'd be cool. All right, we're almost there, almost done. Um, no rush, no rush. Yeah. So as we said, obviously, I mean, everybody knows by now, but UFC 285 headliner finally, John Bones Jones. I mean, it's not. For sure, yet he's got to behave himself. But John Surely. Jones versus Cyril Gaon for the heavyweight vacant title. The return. March 4th in Vegas. Uh, this fight breaks my heart in a way because, obviously, as I you know. know, I love Cyril Gaon. But I also, John Jones is just so sick. I just, 
I don't want to see him lose. Like I, I really would like to just see. It'd be tough to see. I'd like to just like say I, could, I witnessed like you know. I mean, we witnessed. I've never Khabib. seen him fight live. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I think I remember why I like remember hearing like seeing Ray, but I didn't really care. Like you know, I didn't like it how I used to like it when uh. he fought Reyes and he almost lost. Yeah. But yeah, now he's got an, a new eight fight deal allegedly with the UFC. He's not fighting that contract. I was gonna say there's no way he fights eight <laughs> times, but that's what he signed. And it now has made him the second most paid fighter in the history of the UFC, right behind who? The greatest of all time, Mr. <laughs> Conor McGregor. Um, You're right about that. But yeah, so that fight's happening. I'm sad. I'm sad it's happening, but I'm just happy. I'm hyped that Dude. one of my guys is gonna get the title. How about that schmuck at the T-Mobile Arena who put up the graphic? Yeah, yeah. So that's how I found out that, that that's what I have written down is that the T-Mobile billboard actually leaked the fight yeah. before it got announced. You know, some intern was working the freaking board yep. and somebody they sent just it, got they emailed it to him. Somebody and like, got fired. Hey, I better post this. Dude, the the uh, the memes on Twitter of like Dana White saying, like when yeah. it, like them saying when he found out that he got yeah. leaked like that was it, it was, was it was hilarious. <laughs> But um, Big yeah. Fight. So that is a massive fight, as always. Hopefully, John Jones can just make it. He's gonna do it. He's. Do I it. hope. John that Jones fight. in Vegas, man. You know he likes to. He likes ah, to have fun. I forgot that's in Vegas. They should have put him in somewhere <laughs> stupid. They should have put him in freaking like Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that guy away from literally. That is true. Any beverage. All right, I've got a little bit left before we can get to our predictions on the upcoming um, card this Hard. weekend. We have Mohammed Mokayev. Versus Rafael Fiao, who's making his UFC debut in UFC 280 at UFC 286, that should be a crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's no. I mean, I I don't know anything about this Falao guy, but your debut against Mokayev, I feel like that's yeah. just absolutely abysmal. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing yeah, to say about nothing that. Nothing to say. I like. I can't even add anything. That guy's. Yeah, that's true. Come fresh out the contender. So then, just happened yesterday. We have Piotr Jan. Was I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but I think it was yesterday. Yesterday, Piotr Jan versus Marab Divalashvili, <laughs> who no one really likes. No. At least that I see from Twitter. No. And Roman and I don't like Marab. No. Snooze. Not. Fest. It's just you know he's, he's just, just boring. Yeah. You know. Snooze from fest. a fan's perspective, he's just boring. Like you know. Yeah. For all, anybody listening to this, and like they yeah. they wouldn't go look up. I wouldn't tell them to go look up Marab. Yeah. Yeah. You want to get. Into you want to look up. Look up Piotr Jan, and oh. hopefully we need if Piotr Jan. Somehow loses this fight, he's gonna. Yeah. He's, he's probably done. Yeah. There's no. I mean, how do you? Because what is he? Two. Is it two losses in a row? Oh, yeah. Because it was he fought Corey in between that first and the second Aljo fight, so it's two losses in a row. Two losses in a row, and then yeah, he's lost. He's lost three of his last four, the which is crazy is, to say because I like. A lot of people still say like skill for skill, like skill wise, so he's the best bantamweight in the world, so like just all around us, and he's lost three of the last uh, four. But even if he loses, and let's say he fights the third, like if he loses and fights the fourteenth ranked guy, Said Said Nurmagomedov, that'd be criminal. <laughs> so like he like literally, even if he loses, if he um, obviously he's still gonna fight somebody probably in the top ten, even if it was in the top fifteen, just anywhere. He goes from here in that division. That would just be absurd if it's, he lost. I can't do it. Not to not to Marab. The thing is, and the other thing was Marab is he doesn't even have like title aspirations. Cause well, his, not right now because yeah. his buddy Aljo, yeah. Yeah, his training partner is the champ, and he said he's not going to fight his his training partner. I mean, that's fair. No, I respect that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but like, just dumb. But what it, are you gonna it's do? all written in the stars for Marab to lose. I'm saying if if you win, 
right? If Marab wins his fight, Aljo wins his fight versus whenever he fights. I don't even know. Cejudo. Say he fights Cejudo soon. Um, then what do you do from there, Marab? Like, then you're what? The yeah. number one contender who won't fight for the title? Yeah. You're just going to keep fighting on the undercard? Could fight. I guess he could fight Sugar Sean. But why? For why? Like, I mean, I, that's all. That's all he. Dana, that's literally the only da- thing he can do, though. I know. I know. Uncle Dana can't be too happy with Marab, because he one he doesn't like when fighters are boring, and Marab's definitely boring, and he doesn't like when I don't know. He wants guys who are gonna want to fight for the title and yeah, want to be champions. But Marab seemingly, I'm not saying he doesn't want to be champion, but at the moment he can't. He no. he's, he he himself said he, he will can't. not be. And then yeah, so lat. Yeah. Moving on from that, hopefully, hopefully Piotr sleeps him. Um, last matchup that I have on here was announced like 30 minutes ago. Um, Valentina Shevchenko versus Alexa. Is it Alexis or Alexa? It's Alexis. Alec- is it, Ale- I thought is it, it Alexa? Alexa? It is Alexa. You're right. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah Alexa Grasso. Alexa Grasso for the f- um, flyweight title. Um, at UFC 285, that I'm assuming will co-main the Jones-Gon mm-hmm. card that we just mentioned. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling about Valentina lately. She was hurt in her last fight, so that's the thing. Like we, as much as I think she lost, and I, I, I think a tad less of her, but like it's still Valentina, and she was hurt. So you know, yeah, fighters obviously aren't the same when they when they're when they're hurt. You know, like Bryce oh. Mitchell. You know, he claims he wasn't the same because he was sick. I mean, you know, we never really know what's going. If they is is as long as fighters show up. Yeah, the fans have no idea, nor do they really care what goes on behind the scenes. But you know, sometimes that may be a major factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, I'd like to see that division just get a little like. You know, oh, I would like. I would also. Around. I mean, I think hopefully the winner of Blankfield and Santos, um, yeah. either either fights Fiorat for like the number one contender, or they just fight the champ. And if Shevchenko does win, I'd like to see her fight on um, Zhang Wei Li. Yeah, that that honestly might be. My, yeah. Currently, my favorite female fighter, Zhang Wei Li. She's would so also, sick. I would also say probably my favorite behind Mackenzie Dern. <sighs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. How, how would you forget about Mackenzie? But um, <laughs> yeah. So that's all. That's all the matchups I had. That was definitely a little boring. But you know, I didn't that's think my it was boring. That was fun. We just went through. It's my a, we, we, it's just my, went, we just went through a month long of of <laughs> information. And that's my that's my role. I appreciate you, pal. The matchup man. Again, uh, I would have had to do all this research like last night and see everything we missed, and we definitely would have missed some stuff. But PJ Katona dedicated to the podcast, whether we're rolling or we're not rolling. So much yeah. applause goes to him. So um, with all that being said, I guess now we can you know move on to what we got. Finally, the first pay-per-view of 2023. And it's a good one, honestly. Um, Very solid card. I remember... The whole main, the whole main card is going to keep yeah. people on the edge of their seat. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, and there's some there's some pretty good names throughout the the prelims as well. So this should, uh, and it's in Brazil, which I think adds to it. The Brazilian crowd is going to be rowdy. I mean, there's a there's a Brazilian fighting at least one Brazilian fighting in every fight. I believe there's two fights where it's Brazilian versus Brazilian. But yeah, so that would put there. So what? There's 15 matchups. 15. That means there's about the not like 17, 18. Brazilians on this card, so yeah, that place is gonna be bumping. That place is gonna be that place is gonna be loud. Um, and Brazilians come to fight, man. I was gonna Brazilians say. come to fight. Um, I think there's gonna be a lot of. Uh, let me knock on wood, but I think there's gonna be a lot of finishes on this card, top to bottom. 
I think uh, people are going to try to show up for the crowd. I hope so. And, uh, I don't know. PJ, where do you want to get started on this card? Well, might as well get started with our, our guy, uh, Terrence. He's the, Shout out, Terrence. He's the fourth fight of the, uh, the whole card on the uh, prelims. He's fighting Ismail Bonfim, the Brazilian. Mm-hmm. He's making his UFC debut, so Terrence will obviously be, probably be getting booed. But um, I don't care, dude. Yeah, Terrence doesn't care either. Obviously, Terrence is our guy. Maybe, maybe we'll send Terrence a little message. He'll probably respond. He's I good. So, he's dude. good at responding. Roman I love texting. That Roman guy. got an interaction with Terrence McKinney a while ago. You like DM'd him, correct? Yeah, I've texted yeah. him a couple of times. I talked to him about boxing one time. Uh, I forgot what fight it was, but he, uh, you know, yeah, he's we cool were sharing dude. some analysis, you know. That's but cool. no. Uh, definitely not like close friends with him by any means. Uh, I wish, <laughs> but, um, uh, but Terrence, I'll send you this clip because last time we talked about him on the pod, I texted him and let him know that we did, and he actually sent me a message back, and he was like, uh, "Thanks, fam, love." So he, yeah, Terrence McKinney. For those who don't know anything about him, he's he has seventeen professional um, MMA fights, and fifteen of them have been finished in the first round. Jesus, and I believe like of those fifteen first round, I think. 13 of them are within the first two minutes Jesus. of the first round. So he's instant action. In, in the UFC, he is 3-4 and four with a 7-second knockout and two two-minute submissions. And then obviously he lost to the, the great Drew Dober, sadly, by knockout, which yeah. happened in three minutes. But, but that was still a really good fight. And if you want to watch Terrence McKinney fight, you better be ready right when the bell yes. rings because the fight could be over before you even get there at mm-hmm. that point. So, yeah. I'll be excited to watch him Hopefully fight our sure. boy Terrence gets it done. I hope so. Shout out Terrence. Terrence. Um, <laughs> yeah, anything? Um, uh, we can talk about, I don't really care about Almeida, Bonfim. There's another, I, there's another bon, Bonfim yeah, up here. Yeah, I just realized that. Two Bonfims on the card. Uh, Tiago Moises was originally scheduled to fight Garam, yeah, which was, would have been a fight I was excited for. but would have been a way better fight. Had to pull out. So. Garam was going to smash him. I would think most likely, but uh, he's oh. fighting a guy from uh, Chute Box now. Ah, so you know he so might have a little. We might have a little, little Dubronx. Yeah, in him. that fight will be over in a round two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, and then we got RoboCop Gregory Rodriguez taking on Bruno Ferreira. Ro- RoboCop, obviously, he'll always he brings the fireworks mm-hmm. every fight he fights. He's also fighting a fe- fellow Brazilian, Bruno Ferreira, who's actually making his UFC debut, fresh off of his knockout. In the Dana White Contender Series in September, so um, I mean, usually I, I like to root for the new guys, but I'm not rooting against RoboCop. Nah, 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 never. RoboCop looks like he's 44 and he's only 30 years it's old. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what everyone says about him. Yeah. Last fight he had, he had probably the most horrific uh, head injury I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, if you're if you um, have a weak uh, yeah. weak stomach, don't don't look up his yeah, last they, fight because he had up. a nasty cut above his. I think it was yeah. right in the middle. Right yeah, here. they opened up his third eye in that one. Yeah, that it was, was pretty bad. gruesome. But he still won, dude. That's what RoboCop's about. That's what the UFC's all about, right there. Yeah. That that's the definition of a fighter. Yes. Like you know, there, there's a mixed martial artist. Yeah. That there's you know there's good tech there's good yeah. technique there's good all yeah. that there's skill then there's just fighting yes. that guy that is just that a fighter right fighter, there because ninety nine point nine percent of people on this planet would have called it a day as soon as that happened probably ninety nine point nine percent of the roster yeah. on the UFC would have <laughs> called it as well but um yeah um then we also have. Another retirement fight, I believe. I I'm assuming so. this has to be it for the legend himself, Shogun Rua. He is 41 years of age, fighting against the younger, by 15 years, Ihor Potieria from Ukraine. Wow. 
He wow. trained training out of a, a American top team. It's only his second fight in the UFC. Dude, Shogun has been around. Dang, talk the about block. How do you even come up with that matchup? Like, yeah, let's take our guy. Yeah. Second fight in the UFC out of Ukraine, twenty six years old against Shogun Rua. That's messed up, who's dude. Who's probably in his what five hundredth fight in the UFC? Know, something stupid. Those but, you don't know, John Jones. That's where he famously. I mean, one of John Jones's famous knockouts yeah. is against Shogun Rua. But I mean, Shogun Rua has been in there with the best of them. Oh, man. He's all goes all the way back to Pride. Um, guys like Quentin Jackson, Noguera, Overeem, his W's versus his, those guys. His resume is actually unbelievable. Over Overeem twice, actually. Did not know that. Lost to Forrest Griffin, but, you know, <clears throat> Murder's Row he's been through in his long career. Cheetah twice, too. Griffin twice. Yeah, Gustafson, Sonnen, Dan Henderson, just Corey new. Anderson, Anthony Smith, Paul Craig twice. Dude, I mean, this guy just... Yeah, never has a bad fight. This is probably the first time in a while that nobody's really familiar with his opponent. But yeah, no. I believe it. I I don't know if I've heard anything, but I'm assuming this is going to be his last fight. I would think so. Ending it in Brazil makes a lot of sense. Yeah, please to cap please. off the prelims there. That's a good one. Hopefully they can get the Brazilians going for the main card. Hopefully Shogun can get it done. Yeah, win or loss, I I would I would like to see him call it a day after that. Yeah, one. hopefully with his hand raised. God willing. Yeah. Now I guess we can move on to our predictions of the main card. As, as we said, a pretty electrifying main card. I mean, this yeah. is like one of the you know times I feel like you get five fights where it's like, wow, like you know all ten fighters. Yeah. Like you've seen all ten fighters before fighting. Like and, uh, All these guys have been in main events Yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. So, so this is going to be a good one. Um, we'll start off with the first fight of the main card. We have Paul Craig taking on Johnny Walker. In a light heavyweight matchup. Three rounds. I'm not sure what the money line's looking like right now. It looks like Johnny Walker's a slight favorite at minus 170 according to Tapology. Yeah, 190 on ESPN, but mm -hmm. yeah. He's a little bit the favorite here. Paul Craig, I think he just signed a new contract with the UFC. I don't know how long, but he's been around for a while. He's 35 years excuse me, of age. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. so he, he's, def he's coming off the unanimous decision loss to... Owes Demir after winning his last four. Um, Johnny Walker, though, coming off a rather, you know, kind of unexpected submission win versus Ian Kutabala mm -hmm. on the Diaz Ferguson card. So I don't know. I I thought about this one for a while. Um, what are you feeling? What am I feeling? I, I'm going to go ahead and go with the younger. I'm going to go with Johnny Walker. Mm -hmm. Um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go Johnny Walker knock by a TKO in the second round ah, because I, like I don't think he's gonna make it to a decision. I just think if if anything, Paul Craig Paul Craig could very well submit him, but I think if Johnny Walker is going to win, he's gonna he's gonna get the KO. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Johnny by KO second round. I'm also gonna go with Johnny Walker. Do I see him finishing Paul Craig? Um. I'm trying to see. Uh, it looks like, yeah, I mean, Paul Craig has caught in his fair share of finishes. So, yeah, I think I might take you up on that. I might go finish. I'll go KO in the, and you said second. Uh, it doesn't hurt to agree every now and then. I'll go I'll go Johnny Walker by second round yeah, as I, well. I could, yeah. This, yeah. This, one, that one, this is the only one that I really was kind of shaky about yeah. my uh, my selection, if I'm I mean, being honest. I, we say that now, and, you know, it'll be third round, 30 seconds left, and Paul Craig will pull guard and submit Johnny Walker. And we're going to feel like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to the next fight, though. Um, this is a very easy prediction for me. <laughs> yeah. We have <laughs> Jessica Andrade versus Lauren 
boring. I mean, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren Murphy. <laughs> um, uh, cheeky, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lauren Murphy coming off the unanimous decision versus Misha Tate. It was kind of a uh, a snooze fest. You know, I I have yeah, respect for all all UFC fighters. Don't get me wrong. Lauren Murphy's just another case of like you know, in my opinion, just not very exciting i mean she no. hasn't had a fit winning she's so slow and she moved she <laughs> so they were both slow. i mean misha tate was obviously you know she hadn't fought in a while so it yeah. made sense she was a little slower but like yeah that whole fight was just slow and i was yeah. like oh this this needs to be over but you know so why are you taking andrage then i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm taking andrage probably by also i'm gonna have to go second round knockout because i i, I just think andrage is she's yeah, she's a killer to say the I might, least. I'll just say she, I'll, she's tough. Yeah, I'll, she's tough. I'll take third. I'll take no. Does Lauren make it to the third? No, she but might. She she's only been knocked out once knockout. in her in her in her career, and that was against well, Valentina. So. I'm going second round knockout too. Then I, I got to stop letting you predict first because it looks like I'm copying. But <laughs> yeah. no. all right, well, <laughs> going on to the third fight. Well, the third to last fight of Jeez, the uh, event. We have Mr. Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. Yeah. Um, yeah, Neil Magny's been he's been around for a while. He's got a lot of um you know, attribute wise, or at least, you know, physique wise, he's got quite the advantage on Gilbert. He's got a whole five inch height advantage and a nine inch reach advantage. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I'll let uh, I'll let you predict this ah, one first yeah, so I don't thanks, steal your pick. Thanks, buddy. Pal. I appreciate that one. Yeah, no problem. Um I don't know. Yeah, you like you said, Neil Magny from a from a some physical perspectives has advantages over Gilbert Burns, but Gilbert Burns is no stranger to being the shorter guy with the shorter reach. And um, just um, you can only judge somebody based off of how good they looked in their last fight. Magny against D-Rod obviously won the fight, but there were some moments. Uh, I think he lost the second round and moments of the first round um, to D-Rod. Um, and Gilbert Burns... Even though he lost his last fight to Chimaev, that's comes that Chimaev we're talking fight, about. One of our fights of the yeah. year, and you know, yeah. the first guy to land more than like one punch mm-hmm. on Chimaev. He landed way more than one as well. So yeah, very and I impressive. Think Gilbert Burns is in a position in his career where he's still looking to get that title, and I don't know if I can say the same for Magny. I think Gilbert Burns is going to come in with a little bit more fire, and he's, I, got, and he's got the hometown yeah, advantage. Yeah, so I, I don't know if I don't know if I see this going. I might take Burns by decision. I think he might. Um, if Magny has some success on in the stand-up, I think Gilbert might resort to his wrestling a little bit. So I'm going to take Burns by UD. <laughs> you suck, That's dude. Also yeah, what I you was, suck. God. Damn. <laughs> you suck. You know what? Whatever. It's just yeah, everyone's going to lock We're giving you we're, we're locking in we're picks locking for you guys. In, but, um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I also agree, just because of the fact that you know Magny's got some height, so you know I could see I could see Gilbert like struggling in the first round, just you know, nine inch yeah. nine inches in reach is a lot, five inches in the height. Nine inches is a lot it's a, it's anywhere a lot, in any situation. It's a lot of it's a lot like attribute. I mean, that's just how do you deal with nine? It's inches? tough. So I mean, I love Gilbert Burns. I want. I was going to say I'm. I'm just going to stick with unanimous decision. Gilbert Burns. I think it'll be. I think it's going to be like a 29, 28 though. I could see it being like a. Maybe it'll be a split. Maybe you never know. Maybe one. You know, there's decision. a lot of there's a lot of judges out there that like to you know just think it think 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 it's funny sometimes. <laughs> yeah. They think that their job isn't yeah, serious because they know they're not going to lose it. So who cares? But um, 
Yeah, so I'm going to also go Gilbert Burns by unanimous decision. And nice. This fight also was, the next fight, the co-main event is, wow, This I mean, it's a historic fight. Because for the first time, I believe, in er, UFC yep. history, we have ourselves a quadrilogy mm-hmm. between Mr. Davis and Figueredo, who's the current champ, versus the interim Inter- champ, Brandon Moreno. Um, I'll let you take <laughs> this one first, buddy. Well, Paul, who do you think I'm going to go with in this one? I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know who you want to win, That's but it's fair. who That's do you fair. think. That's fair. That's fair, because we've made that mistake. Uh, one, two, you know, it's ten. easy when we we're off air and there was no one listening to us, and we could <laughs> just say, like, you know, I think this guy, but I want this guy. But now you gotta, you got to yeah. give the people the pick. you got to give the people the lock. i got to give the people the lock. Okay. Um, tough one. Here, I would have been... Like more comfortable saying Moreno just because, um, he, I don't know. I, I, like that last fight was very close, but uh, there was some issues um, over break with uh, Moreno's coach James Kraus. Um, just a quick background on that: there was a Kraus who's the coach at um, of this Kansas City gym. I forget what the name of the gym is, but he was involved with some shady gambling stuff. Uh, apparently, maybe he was giving out picks, um, including fight, uh, picks for his own fighters' say, fights. His own fighters, yes. Um, and I, I can we can talk about that for forever. But basically, uh, Brandon was forced to leave that camp by the UFC because they said anybody who was associated with James Krause would not be allowed to fight. Um, so I, I don't know if, how much of a factor that might play in Brandon Moreno's camp, but I'm still going to go with him. I think we're destined for another five-round war between these two. I don't know if I see any of them getting finished. At this point, not, not really. Neither <laughs> of those guys are going to want to give each other an inch. I think every time one lands one shot, the other guy's going to come back with two more, and vice versa. Flyweight, as we as we as we yeah. always say, flyweight fights are just electric. Like yeah. whether it's you know it could be two guys that are unranked or like even the best of the best. And regardless, you're going to get got yeah. little little 125 pound guys just throwing. They're little bombs at each other, just nonstop, though. So I'm gonna take Brandon by split decision. They're in Brazil. Oh no! They're you're you're asking Bra- you're asking for a fifth fight. Dude. Oh, <laughs> They're in Brazil. You're actually sick. You gotta factor that in. So even if Brandon seemingly has three rounds in the bank. You just don't know. You're sicko for that. <laughs> if it's a split in Brazil, they're literally going to be like, no. <laughs> they That's sick. No, I'm not trying to see the what split is that? decision. I think that's the first time we've ever predicted a split decision. Like, <laughs> it's tough to me. Obviously, you don't. I mean, if there was ever a fight to predict a split decision, this, this is probably the one. <laughs> yeah. So that is, it's fair. You're just sickening. That. <laughs> that's all. So, with that being said, um, yeah, I thought about this fight for a while. I actually watched all three fi- over this break. I watched all three fights consecutively, which was a total of about 58 minutes mm-hmm. of octagon time between the two or something like that. Something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's come clear to me that Figueredo's obviously the stronger guy in terms of the pu- the power punch. He's more the power guy. Moreno's got a little unorthodox style of fighting. You know, he got he has that little. I don't. He like he moves his head very I think weirdly, it's hilarious. <laughs> and his his hand movements are a little. It's he's it's a little weird. So like, and he has that shrug that he does. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of annoying when he does that, but it, it's cheeky. But um, yeah, um, Figueredo. Obviously, both these guys. I would say their their ground game is pretty much equal. I mean, I mean, although Moreno did, I guess he did snatch Figueredo's back pretty quickly in that second fight. But besides that. I think Figueredo's had more ground control in the first and third fights. So, like, I mean, every, I try and 
give one guy the advantage, but then the other guy just has something yeah. that counters it. And they but, just know every trick that the other one has up their sleeves. Yeah, I'm going to so. have to go with my guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with Figueredo just by UD, but I could see it, I could see it being majority. Hey, man. I can't even fault you for that. I, I, it, I mean, I think it's going to go to a decision. I think it's going to be 48. I could see a majority decision. You know, I, I could see it being like, you know, one draw. 48, 47, 47, 47, 48, 47. I could see a tie. Bro, if they draw, <laughs> it's over. No, I don't even think Dan, I think Dana White's are gonna tell the judges no matter no, what happens, yeah. no, no ties. No ties. We're not. But yeah, going. I'm gonna take Davison Figueredo, 48-47, unanimous decision. Okay. In Brazil, and you know, part of it might be he might lose. He might lose 48-47, but the judges might, you know, they <laughs> yeah. might they might bump him. Or they might give him around. Well, here's the thing, though. We also have to uh, that I think we should factor in some fighters don't do too well in front of their home crowd. No, it's a lot of pressure, and but for. Figueredo hasn't been back in Brazil in years. He hasn't. But also, another noteworthy thing is Figueredo is usually has a lot of trouble with the weight cut, mm, but no. this time he, eight, he looks— Only eight pounds, I think, he has to well, that was, And that was a couple days ago yeah. as well, so I'm sure he's almost there yeah. on weight. And, yeah, he looks absurdly jacked. Um, shredded. Shredded is yeah. a better word to say. Um, um, but, yeah, this should be—regardless of who—if Moreno wins, yeah. I don't even care. Like I, I already told I you— I was going to say, honestly— I know, yeah, you, I know, like you, you're like a, a Moreno fan, so. But yeah. like for me, the only reason I wanted Figueroa to win the trilogy was just so we, I could yeah. see a quadrilogy remember, for the first time. I remember that, and I, I remember, oh my god, dude, PJ, I was actually so pissed at you because wow. I remember you texted me right after that fight. I told you I was excited, the, the, though. Yeah, good for you. You know who wasn't excited? Me. I was pissed. Yeah, that was the same night that I got pissed because my, you know, our guys both lost. Who was the main event? Fr- Francis decided uh, to turn yeah, into. I'm not gonna lie. Francis Nurmago Medoff decided. And I think I sent, I think I sent you like thirty laughing emojis after it did you <laughs> I, I don't even remember it. all i remember is that i just wanted figurator to win so i could see a quadrilogy in that in that uh <laughs> thing and now we're here so i'm excited for that fight regardless um yeah i wouldn't say that it's a lock anything's a lock on this no, one because it's going to be just a heck of a fight the, unfortunately yeah. i would love to give the fans a lock here but i mean no impossible this is gonna be a great if fight the first regardless. three fights have showed anything it's that these guys are about as evenly matched as two men could possibly yeah. be I mean, they, they could fight they could fight a best of seven it would go it to game was, seven 100 yeah, percent like 100 percent. they could fight 15 times yeah. they go to game 15 yeah um but hopefully that won't be the case um at least for me well, well if, actually no, if, if, you're, either, if, if you're, either guy wins i it, that would be it because it, it would be but just like the whole it would just cause so oh, much con- if it's a split decision for, for moreno in brazil it would just be very controversial but they, they wouldn't fight again Nah. This is it right here. This I hope it. so. I really hope so. And I yeah. So I guess now moving on to the main event. Um, a little controversial, I guess. Well, confusing. how we got here is a bit odd. It's you know? very odd. I mean, I don't know if this has ever happened before. So obviously, December 10th was supposed to be Yidi Prohaska versus Ooh, Glover Teixeira. Jesus, PJ, you've um, been taking uh, Polish classes. That was pretty good, bro. No, I just like saying I just think it makes him sound more samurai. Yeah. I know he... He likes to call himself a samurai, yeah. and I just think you know if I add a little little spunk, <laughs> little spunk on the Yuri, it sounds it sounds I like better. That, man. But uh, <laughs> so that was supposed to happen December tenth, and then Yuri, according to the doctors, had one of the most gruesome shoulder injuries they've ever seen, putting Yuri out. Probably, I mean, we're probably not going to see. He's, he's not going to fight in twenty twenty three, most likely. Sadly. Um, so yeah, then Glover did not want to fight Magomed because he didn't. You know, he was training for Yuri, yeah. and it was pretty much the whole. A whole different monster yeah. in Magomed. So they had Magomed and Jan Blachowicz fights, and 
They drew. Great. So now we have no title. So Dana White, directly after that December 10th fight, immediately called up, I guess, Jamal Hill and said, Jamal, you got a shot to fight Glover Teixeira in Brazil January 21st. And the crazy thing is Jamal Hill had a fight scheduled already with Anthony Smith, who is ranked 6th and Jamal is ranked 7th, and they gave it to Jamal Hill. But Jamal Hill's obviously got he's got a good record mm-hmm. right now. I'm pretty and sure he's, he's coming off a couple wins in a row. couple yeah. wins, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, now and we're here, number 7, and the up-and-coming Jamal Hill versus the old man himself. I'm assuming his last fight, win or loss. You think so? You think even if, even if he went? I mean, it would be. But the thing is, here's the thing. Does Dana, he want to fight Mago? Dana, Does he want to fight? Dana would hate it if oh, he, he would, wins the title. It would be brutal, but it also makes sense. <laughs> it would make sense. For this division, which would be, that would be kind of. It would make sense. It'd be and, really and, we got another, and we got another vacant title. Who would you even do it with? Like Jamal, is, Jamal Hill and who else? That is, kind of, that is kind of messed up, actually. Maybe he won't retire. I mean, he. the thing is. He might he, just save it. What is Glo- Glover's, what, 42, yeah, 43? But, but he, did tell, he did tell DC, do I look 42 out there? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Most guys, when they get to the 40s, like, okay. I mean, they're just doing it for the money, but like. Bro, Glover. Move, Glover moves like he's 30, yeah. 33. So his top pressure was crazy. Oh, right. I, yeah, he's he's crazy. But um, yeah. So now we got to make a prediction here. Jamal Hill is actually the betting favorite in this fight. Um, you want to go first, buddy? Or uh, I don't care. What do you want to go first? Well, it's two to two now. I've won first twice. You went first twice. So uh, someone's got to take game five. Pick a number, one or two. Two. I was one. All right, I'll go first. Go, <laughs> um, Ladies first. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. <laughs> I think we're gonna have opposing views on here, um, because after reviewing some film, Jamal Hill, very good striker, um, insane power in his hands, despite what his body might look like. Because <laughs> nickname is Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams, and he holds true to that because he oftentimes puts people right to sleep. Um, but even though Glover's the older guy, probably the slower guy, um, his top pressure is insane. I mean, Yuri Prohashka is a big guy, and Glover was able to hold him down for large portions of the round. And in Jamal Hill's last fight versus Tiago Santos, even though he was able to get the win in that fight, um, towards the end of that fight, or in those third and fourth rounds, Tiago Santos was able to take him down pretty easily. Um, and you do not want to get taken down versus Glover. Ask Anthony Smith, ask Jan Blahovich, ask even Yuri Prohoshka will probably tell you the same thing, even though he won. If if you if Glover Teixeira's on top of you, it's it's bad business. And I think I just think that Teixeira's gonna be able to find if he can withstand the stand up, because he's gonna have to eat some shots in order to, you know, work his way I mean, into it. If a, he can eat him versus Yuri, I mean yeah. I know Jamal hits hard. Well, like, I mean, there can't yeah. be too many guys that hit harder than Yuri. Yeah, exactly. Yuri Prohashka. <laughs> exactly. So for that reason, I'm actually going to go with Glover Teixeira, fourth round uh, TKO via ground and pound. That's my prediction. Um, that's how I see it. What about you, Paul? What are you feeling? Yeah. Um, you thought I was going to take Jamal? I actually did think you were going to take Jamal. I, had, I was going to take Jamal about two weeks ago, but I watched a lot of – Film on both guys, actually, you know, since we couldn't do the pod, yeah. I had I had to keep up with. Dude, the, I've been watching them. them I've fight. watched so many fights; <laughs> yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. But um, yeah, 
Hold up. Dude, they're actually, they just announced that Nunez is going to return at 285. They're going to have Shevchenko, Nunez, and Jones on the same card. Are you kidding me? That's actually absurd. That's actually absurd. Oh, my God. You're telling me one of those, Valentina or, I mean, it's got to be Valentina, right? She's not going to be the co-main? She's going to be the third fight of the night? Has to be. Has to be. That is crazy. But, um, yeah, back to my analysis. Like, I was going to say that. Jamal Hill, I mean, I think Tiago Santos had about six minutes of ground control mm-hmm. on and, Jamal Hill. And he's, and, not, he's not a ground fighter. I mean, yeah, he's usually more of a stand-up guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be, I'm not going to lie, call me a villain. I'm going to be rooting for Jamal Hill to win because I love. I think Jamal Hill is, he's funny. He's a funny guy. He's, a, he's cool. I mean, and like you said, he just kind of makes me laugh because his, <laughs> his body <laughs> configuration doesn't match his skill and his athleticism no, whatsoever. It, I told PJ, I said it, that he just does not have the body of somebody who definitely trains mixed martial arts I every single day. I think the only way Jamal Hill wins his fight is by like second or third round it knockout. It has to be early. But what, what did you say, Glover? What was your... I said fourth round TKO. Okay. Round I... <laughs> Dude, we have okay. You know what? Uh, no, I, I, no, I wasn't gonna say knockout. I'm thinking like Glover. Like I'm gonna go fifth. I'm gonna go fifth round submission. I, I think, think he's so. gonna wear because I think I could see it being like Glover's up. You know, three rounds to one, mm-hmm. and you know Jamal gets a little sloppy, and I think overextends, overextends, and I think Glover shoots. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm gonna back. go. I was gonna say fourth, but I changed. I think Glover's got the. I think I would say Glover might run out with stamina, but. He's not going to run a stamina in front of his home crowd. I'm going to go Glover to share by fifth-round submission, although, yeah, like I said, I'll be rooting for Jamal, but now that we have people listening, I have to put the heart yeah. aside from the head. Yep, yep, but, um, yep. yeah, I hope Sweet Dreams gets it done, but, yeah, I'm going to go Glover well, fifth-round sub. So we have of four people. of the five yeah. same fighters winning, and I think almost all in the same. Yeah, and in that co-main event, if you pulled – Hundred thousand people. I, I think was going to say like fifty fifty. I don't think you and I. Are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, whenever these sort of things happen, when me and PJ have this almost the same exact. It's a little nerve wracking because if we're wrong, we're gonna look that. We're gonna look bad. I, but I, we have looked stupid once before, and that was I. I felt like I wanted to. But hide I think it the last was it the last one of the cards we got. I think four. I think we almost Dude, we've got had some. Hey, don't get me wrong. We've had some great nights out. Uh, Two eighty two was a good one for me. I think I went four for five on that one. Uh, and then the, what was the other one? The one with Darren Till. Yeah, we both went four for five on that one. Yeah. Well, three, no, three for four. Cause I mean, if you count, I mean like three for five, technically, I mean, they drew the main event drew. Oh, we both yeah. had Magomed winning, but it drew, but we all, I believe we both had Patty. We both had, oh no, no. I had Drikas and you had Darren Till, but then mm-hmm. we both had puns and EBO. Or, I took, that was when I took, uh, Dariush. No, 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 was no. On that, one. that was a way. It was Tapori, yeah, Taporia, yeah. then it was Duplessis. But yes, anyways, like we're saying, we've had some good ones, but we've had some bad ones. But now that we have like the exact same, uh, yeah, picks here, the pressure yeah. is on. And same finishes too, in a lot of. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we just want to get the the wins right. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the 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 method of victory is obviously just a plus. But yeah, yeah. just to make us feel better. Uh, so yeah, we got. Um, we both have Johnny Walker by second round TKO. Mm-hmm. Both have Andrade by second round TKO. Gilbert Both Burn. have UD, Gilbert Burns. You have Moreno by split mm-hmm. decision. I have Figueredo by unanimous decision. Um, and then I'm you have Glover by... Fourth round TKO. And I have him by fifth round sub. So, yeah, it's I gonna mean... It's going to be interesting. All the fighters that I want to win, I predicted. Nice. To, to win. 
I don't know if it's a good well, or except a bad for Jamal. Thing. You said, oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jamal. I <sighs> okay. Well, it's good to be back. That's right. for sure. I agree. Um, we had a lot to get through today, and I hope we uh, did well in uh, giving everyone the coverage that they deserved. Um, before we take off here today, though, PJ, is there anything else you'd like to get to? Anything else? Um, nah, nothing really. I mean, we, you know, um, three years ago on this day, we <sighs> had the return of Mr. Um, yes. Mr. Conor McGregor return to the Octagon after a two-year layoff. Mm-hmm. Versus Cowboy Cerrone and knocked him out in 40 seconds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, anything McGregor-related, I'm going to tell him about. But um, And eight years ago, first main event on U.S. soil, Mr. McGregor versus Dennis Seaver. That was eight years ago? Mm-hmm. I didn't even see that. Wow. Saw that today. I, I think mean, you saw that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, so, the day, at the end of the day, regardless of what we are all talking about, all of it has to go back to Conor McGregor. <laughs> We literally would not be here if it wasn't for him. I, I agree. <laughs> uh, so all hell, the notorious, um, till the day I die, regardless of what he might do. I agree. He's coming for that belt. Me and PJ think what? What do you think? He's going to have three, four title defenses by the end of the year? <laughs> Is it defenses or titles? <laughs> defenses. Oh, Because okay. he's winning the belt next month. Oh, defending I, it the month. Well, I was yeah. thinking... Lightweight, welterweight, middleweight. <laughs> uh, so, but, um, yeah, I think, so he's, yeah, hopefully they can get that. I don't know what's going on with them. Like, they don't, they don't, they don't. Uh, it does, does it really matter? Because whoever you put uh, I just feel him. bad for whoever he's going to fight. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yes. it seems like it's going to be Chandler, but I don't know if it's going to be at 170, 155, whatever. I hope 170. I don't even know if he can make 54. I know, it's just, like, weird because, like, if he was, if he fought a lightweight to be Chandler, I mean, then he could, like, you know, oh, fight for the title. He could bounce Poirier off again real quick or something, and then you know whatever. You know, but, take, uh, yeah, take Magic belt. Before we before we get distracted, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. You got anything else to say? <sighs> nah, dude. It's tune great in to, Saturday though. It's oh, tune in Saturday. Good one, especially uh, watch the broadcast in Portuguese if you can. It's way <laughs> more. Have you ever? I've bro, seen YouTube videos. If you, dude, when you so watch the Brazilian good. commentary, bro, like the, the Brazilian commentary when it was versus Oliveira and Gaethje, that guy gave me the chill. Like I, I already know it was gonna happen, and that guy gave me the chills. Dude, they put it. They should have just put Charles on on here against some tin can. Like it wouldn't have mattered. I would have loved to see Charles in Brazil. They should have put Moicano on this card. Ooh. That's actually a crime. I love. That's crazy. I love Renato Moicano. I would have thought for sure they would have put him. I on know him. he's so sick, but uh, <sighs> but yeah. Um, great to be back. Um, and once again, thank you to everyone who uh, remains a fan. We're going to hope to grow this year, uh, even more this semester. We got even more episodes for you guys this semester because we're starting earlier. And again, Andrew, thank you so much, man. Shout out to them as always. Andrew, how how do you feel about being back? Andrew's likes being back. He said he needed his fix of combat sports, and we're here to give it to him, just like we're here to give it to all you guys. So uh, thank you guys once again, and uh, thank you, PJ. Thank you as always, buddy. I don't know if I've ever ever told you thank you, buddy, but yeah. No, you don't tell me anything. Whenever I... uh, Okay. Whenever... um, Whenever I f- figure out some news about USC, I feel like the first person I have to give my opinion to have to is the man to my right. Yes, and every time I have some bit of news, I also give it to the man to my right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, pal. You know you're my go-to. 
Um, but I can sit here and freaking get all sappy all day. But yeah. I'm sure Andrew wants to get out of here. I want to get out of here. I'm tired. Yeah. I got class in like I'm hungry. 40 minutes. So uh, shout out to everyone. Thank and we will uh, see you guys at the top. See you at the top.